Hello and welcome to the year-end letter at Rhythm Changes. I am Will Chernoff, the writer and editor at this website. As you no doubt know, it's just been unbelievable this ride this year and over the whole period of time I've been doing it. This is the first annual version of this that I want to do. I hope I get to update you on how everything's going at Rhythm Changes, how I'm doing, how we're all doing at the end of every year. And we're going to see what we can talk about and what I can share with you right now this year as we head into the end of 2023. You're listening right now on the Rhythm Changes podcast, which at some point this year I thought I was going to stop doing, but I didn't. I'm still doing it now. I love meeting people through running this podcast. I'm going to continue doing it in 2024. So thank you for being a part of that. I really appreciate it. What you're listening to right now is actually a free version of this annual letter, which I originally made for the paying subscribers at Rhythm Changes. Subscribers get the update every Friday. I write to them and they made this happen. So for them, I opened up, I spilled numbers for the first time, like how many free readers there are and how many subscribers there are. So if you want to know that, you can watch this letter in video form. All you have to do is become a subscriber to the update at Rhythm Changes. You can do that on the website, rhythmchanges.ca through the link in the description. So yeah, I just want to make sure I started off by thanking you and letting you know how much it means to me that you're here. I would say over the last year, Rhythm Changes has reached a point of no return, but I mean that in a good way. Like as long as I love doing it, as long as I'm willing to put my time into it, which yes, check, check, I absolutely am. There isn't really anything that can stop Rhythm Changes. It's not going anywhere. It's going to keep going. I think there's a lot of music blogs and publications out there that are in a precarious position now more than ever. I'm really proud that Rhythm Changes, though it's unique, it's small, it has its quirks. It's not one of those. Rhythm Changes for the Vancouver jazz community is not going anywhere. Now, I don't know when you started following Rhythm Changes, but I started the gig list, which is really at the foundation of everything at the website in May of 2022. And at the time, I had a lot of help from my friend Rory Hislop, who's now gone back to full-time teaching. And so I've been doing the gig list myself for about a year and a bit now, putting it all together. Huge thank you to Rory for helping me get it off the ground. Some numbers for you on the gig list. In 2023, we listed over 2,000 gigs, probably closer to 2,500 actually. And in the typical month, there's between 150 and 200 local jazz gigs on this list. Now, another part of Rhythm Changes that you're no doubt familiar with is the free weekly email. I started it, we could say, right around the same time as the gig list. And I started it with an initial list of about 100 people. And I'm going to talk to you about that more in just one second here. But some numbers on the free email members side of Rhythm Changes. You often hear me say become a member for free at rhythmchanges.ca and sign up for the free weekly article. This is the total number of free members we have who have engaged with the email in the past 30 days. So in any given month, roughly, anyone who opens at least one email is counted in this number. So this is effectively the readership size of Rhythm Changes right now. And then, of course, there's the web visitors. So the best that I can learn with Google Analytics, here is some numbers about the Canadian visitorship on the website, the unique visitors from this country on the website. I honestly... I don't track how many people visit it from all around the world because it doesn't really matter. 100% of our subscribers are affiliated with this country, Canada, in some way. The vast majority of people are reading from Metro Vancouver, if not Canada. So really, I only check the Canadian viewership, and here's where that is. 
Now, what's cool about all these numbers is if I look back to a year ago now to the end of the year 2022, I had been doing the gig list for just under a year. Same thing with the free weekly email. I've been offering paid subscription for just under a year. If I look back to then, pretty much everything has doubled between then and now. So that's pretty cool. Doubling in a year. And that definitely tells me something about where I want to take rhythm changes next year. And next year, I want to at least double again. And in fact, I almost want to triple again is my goal. Or not triple again, but triple for the first time is where I think we could take this because there are some things, there's some low-hanging fruit in terms of new things I can add to rhythm changes that I'll tell you about at the end of this little chat that I think will help spread the word to more and more people. And that's even before I do any paid advertising to promote it or anything. I've never run Facebook or Instagram ads or anything like that to try and expose more people to rhythm changes or get more signups. It's all been what you would call organic. It's kind of a weird word, but it's all been word of mouth. It's all been people who I've connected with and people who have just found what I'm doing in our community. So there's a lot to be done there in terms of growing it. There's more tools I can do. There's more new stuff I can create. And I'm looking to at least kind of double or triple everything. So when I think about that, you know, my biggest fear is setting a goal that's too low. I'm always happy to set a goal that's very ambitious and possibly too high. Doesn't make me feel bad. I probably do that if you ask my spouse, probably like once a day I set a goal like that. So that comes naturally to me to set an ambitious goal. And I think this is probably the appropriate range. I do think Rhythm Changes has a terminal size if it continues to cover the Vancouver jazz scene. That's probably somewhere around 10,000 free weekly readers. So there's still tons of room there. We are not even close to getting to the terminal size of what Rhythm Changes would be if it always was a hyper-local thing. Now, there was one other thing I wanted to highlight about this kind of thing. It has to do with the free readership. It has to do with starting the free weekly article with 100 or so people at the very beginning that I mentioned earlier. And this is a question that I think is the thing that you can take away if you have an audience building problem to solve in your creative career. If there's something like that that you're thinking of, whether it's an artist and you're trying to get people to follow you on your mailing list, follow you on Bandcamp, be your direct fans. If you have a website that you're trying to grow, if you have a business that you're trying to develop an online audience for, this is something that I want you to take away. Something you may or may not already have been exposed to because in all likelihood, your business is probably much further along than Rhythm Changes is, but we're working on that, right? And it's about who were the first 100 people to sign up for Rhythm Changes, period, at all, ever, back in 2020 and 2021, on the way to starting the free weekly email, versus if I just look at the most recent 100 people to sign up, who are they? So I broke that down into how many of them were friends and family. So that's people I know personally, ask them directly via text or email to sign up. And then how many of them were colleagues, people who I maybe don't know quite as well, but I still ask directly to sign up. And then how many people were new to me, like whether they were strangers or just people that I wouldn't have the connection warm enough to ask them directly. Then there are some who are subjects of articles and they find it out because I asked them to like come on the podcast or something. But if I look at the first 100 people who joined Rhythm Changes as readers for free, it's pretty remarkable how many of them I had to ask directly to sign up. It's probably about 80-20. 80% of those initial people were my friends and family, were my colleagues. People I had to ask one-on-one -on -one and hope they signed up and joined me as one of those first group of people. And then now, if you look at the most recent 100 people at any given time now to sign up, almost all of them are new to me and maybe people I've never even heard of or, or people who are total strangers to me. On one hand, that's really cool. But it's also just interesting how different that is from what it was at the beginning. It's like 80-20 or more now where it's flipped. 80% or more are strangers to me and the minority of people are the ones who I end up asking directly or who end up in direct contact with me 
on their way to joining. And that's what I would want you to take away as the thing to apply to what you're doing is if you're in that early first 100 people phase of whatever your thing is, it's so flipped from what it'll end up being the rest of the way. It requires different tactics. We won't get into exactly what those are right now, but it's so different. Those first 100 people, you're going to ask almost all of them and you have to just ask people. And then later on, you don't have to do that anymore. And maybe that just sounds obvious when you think about it, but it was really laid bare to me at Rhythm Changes when I look at how it's grown over the last year or two. Now I want to tell you about some new things that I'm trying to introduce for 2024 at Rhythm Changes. At some point, if they end up being opened up to the free readership as well, then that'll be awesome. Now, the first thing that I intend to get out to the free readership and to the public is the venue guide. Now, I actually thought of this a little while ago when there was another publication who tried to put together an article about like, here's a guide to all the jazz venues in Vancouver. And on one hand, I thought we could do better, but I also thought about how the gig list is not very helpful if you are trying to introduce one of your friends who doesn't know Tyrant Studios or Frankie's Jazz Club, or etc., to the community. The gig list is really useful for those of us who know the community, but it is not going to help welcome in new people very well. Because if you think about the format of the gig list, you have start time, name of the venue, just people's names doesn't even say what instrument they play, and then a ticket link. Like That doesn't tell you very much if you don't know who those people are or if you've never been to that venue. And I really don't think the solution is to clutter up the gig list with a whole bunch more context because the gig list is functioning super well for its role. But there's something else that needs to be done here, I think. So I'm going to try and put together a venue guide, go through each of the main venues that is regularly presenting, and I lay out the basic info. I link out to the venue's website and socials so that you can easily connect with the venue directly from the guide. And I just talk about how it works. So for Frankie's, you know, I can say they do it four nights a week. This is their ticket price range. This is how it works in terms of cover. Like it's added onto your bill. They serve food. You know, Tyrant Studios, I can talk about how you can walk up, you pay cash, you know, or you can buy a ticket in advance. They present these nights of the week. They have a bar, but they're not really a restaurant. That kind of context. I want to make a home for that. And something called a venue guide is one way where I'm going to try and do that. So that's probably the first new thing at Rhythm Changes that you're going to see next year. I'm going to try and get my draft out of the venue guide. Now, another thing is definitely a curation on top of the gig list. You could think of it like a picks section. And by that, I mean, I want to shout out Jenny, who had Jenny's picks in Vancouver for a long time. Inactive now, but it was on a blog. It was picking events from the community and writing about them in a, in a gig list style. I want to do not precisely that, but take what's coming up on the gig list, maybe a couple months ahead of time for ticketed shows, and put that in its own monthly feature so that you can look at some stuff that's happening ahead of time. The reason why I thought about doing this is in this month of December, it's amazing how many Frankie's gigs had their reservations fill up before the week came around where I was printing them in the free weekly email. I put out the free weekly email and of the Frankie's shows, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday were already full of reservations. You know, it's too late for me to try and present it to somebody who might want to go. I know you can get in for the second set. We're just talking about getting a reservation. And then I, I looked at the rest of December while I was doing the gig list. And so many of the December shows at Frankie's were full. Like it's, it's awesome. But there's those and you know, then there's other ticketed shows that sell out. So I have some long range views of some of these shows, especially the bigger ones, because they put their tickets on sale ahead of time. I want to look at those personally. I want to follow them and I want to get the information about them to you before they sell out so that we could talk about them. So there's going to be 
That's another new thing, like a picks section that highlights upcoming shows or ticketed shows that I think might be of interest to you before they sell out. And because of how timely that is and how much it takes more time, that's either going to stay just subscribers or it's going to be a while before I get that out to the free readership at Rhythm Changes. Now, the third new feature that I want to look towards and tell you about is a radio roundup of local jazz radio shows. So, you know, you have the Infidels Jazz Show on Mixcloud, curated by Tim Reinert every week. You have the Condition Blue online radio show hosted by Corey Weeds every other week. You have the super long-running shows like A-Train by New to Dune and The Jazz Show by Gavin Walker. I personally feel like I don't listen to those enough, and I bet... The same might be true for you that you don't catch what they're programming locally. So I want to listen to that more than I have been. I want to kind of pick from what they curate and do a roundup every so often of here are my favorite things that were played on all the local jazz radio shows and bring them to you in an article format that rounds them up. So that's another new feature that you can look forward to checking out pretty soon is this roundup of what I'm listening to curated by the local people in our scene who have radio shows. So those are the things that are on my mind as I look ahead to 2024. This is the first kind of annual letter thing that I'm trying to do. Maybe the next one I do, we actually live stream it and you and I can both be in a virtual space. I want to thank you for checking out what I'm presenting here. I want to wish you happy winter break, holiday season that's warm and filled with people you love. That's what I'm hoping for as well. Until we talk again next time, have a great one. Bye.